Hey, Filmcast listeners, it's David Chen. If you've been listening for a while, you're probably aware that the Filmcast is able to exist because of the fine folks at patreon.com slash filmpodcast. At patreon.com slash filmpodcast, you can sign up to receive ad-free episodes and exclusive bonus After Dark episodes. What we're going to share with you today is the first half of a recent After Dark episode. It's us talking about all the stuff going on with DC movies, followed by our mailbag segment. Uh, you will hear just the first part with the DC stuff. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, along with dozens of other After Dark episodes like this one, head on over to patreon.com slash filmpodcast and sign up. Thanks so much to everyone who supports us. Here's the preview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Filmcast After Dark, the after show for the Filmcast where we talk about a variety of random topics that did not make it into the show. I am David Chen. I'm here with Divinger Hardware and Jeff Kanata. This episode of the After Dark is brought to you courtesy of the fine folks at patreon.com slash filmpodcast. Thank you! Thank you! Thanks to everyone for your support. We really appreciate it. It does help to keep this podcast going. We literally could not continue doing the podcast without our patrons. So thank you so, so much. Today on the podcast, you know, guys, there's a term that's used, I think, too willy-nilly online these days. It, they, people say, like, is emergency it, podcast. I was you know, say, when, is it the term willy-nilly? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> it's that it, people say like emergency podcasts, like we, we got to record an emergency podcast. You know, it's like, it's true. Real, it's true. Really? Like, yeah. I mean, we, we have done some of those like we, early we have, on in our days when there yes. was some big news. We were like, we got a podcast about this guy. Yeah, true. Yeah. And now we're old and wrinkled <laughs> and uh, things, things don't bother us as much. Now, well, now the there's takes, a phrase for it. The yeah. takes, they must be hot. <laughs> <laughs> so now we still do. A podcast like what's a, what's a slightly less intense version of emergency podcast um uh mildly or, or, urgent amber alert amber alert podcast. amber alert podcast that's, that's pretty i think it's pretty intense it's pretty yeah. emergency yeah, about yeah. uh uh you know let's podcast <laughs> wow Joe, Joe, let's podcast at our regularly scheduled time but talk about a topic that just happened it turns out the news works for us now yeah all right, so here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about one of the biggest film news topics that's enveloping Hollywood right now, which is the chaos at Warner Brothers and DC. And then we're going to talk about some emails at patreon.com slash filmpodcast. And I say emails, but they're really just comments on the Patreon page. But it's the same thing. Uh, okay. So let's begin, folks. The Snyder versus Dead. I think that's kind of what the news that I am getting out of Hollywood yeah. is right now. Like, like Cal Penn in Superman Returns, <laughs> he has stuck the kryptonite in the Snyderverse. Let, let's talk about, there, there's basically several major stories have unfolded over the course of the last week or so, right? Uh, and, and it all looks very bad for DC. Well, for, first of all, the, the, the big thing that happened like a few weeks ago was it was reported that Black Adam was going to be a significant loss to the studio. Um, yeah. I think Did they not had smell what the rock was cooking. They had <laughs> estimated Sorry. that there was a bunch of articles that the movie stood to lose between fifty and a hundred million dollars at uh, you know after all is said and done because of its relatively poor box office run. Now, Black Adam has made one hundred sixty-seven million dollars domestically and uh, two hundred twenty-two internationally for a worldwide total of three hundred eighty-nine. Uh, and uh, the movie is extremely expensive and based on all the expenses and how long it was in development, people were like, it's going to lose money. That yep. is not how I interpreted the hierarchy of the DC universe mm. is about to change. Indeed. Yeah. But Indeed. you know what? Still accurate. 
still I mean, accurate. You know, Jeff, I'm glad you brought that statement by Dwayne The Rock Johnson up because we are going to return to that. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, so that that prompted a set of tweets from uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson proclaiming that actually the movie's going to make money. Um, and this was... Um, I'll just say they were cringy tweets. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys saw these, but <laughs> but uh, he basically said like it's a, it's actually gonna it's actually gonna make some money. Um, uh, he he uh, he said he was waiting to confirm with his financiers, but he's confirmed that Black Adam will profit between fifty two and seventy two million dollars. That's what he said. Boom. Now. I will not be taking any more questions at this time. Yeah, yeah. First of all, a win I, is a win is a win. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I have absolutely no follow up questions. Secondly, <laughs> secondly uh, I, I I hate to point this out. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. People don't spend two hundred million dollars hoping to make fifty million dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they spend yeah. you know two hundred million dollars hoping to make you know five hundred million dollars right in profits, and so uh, and. And I think, you know, going back to the first part of I have the follow-up questions, Hollywood accounting is notoriously opaque. Uh, and the idea that he could claim it's going to make profits, uh, you, you know, I when... Think, I think what he meant to say like was... Lord of the Rings hasn't made profits. Like, like <laughs> right. they will make everything not make a profit because of, you know, uh, it benefits them. So the idea that he could claim it is, like, pretty shocking in and of itself and pulls the curtain back on how weird Hollywood accounting is. But anyway, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. I think what he meant to say is I'm going to make profits. <laughs> exactly. Of between exactly. 50 and 72 my, million. My, che my check cleared. So. I'm doing very well, is what the okay. giant rock was indeed, saying. Indeed. So uh, already not the greatest sort of press around Black Adam, in my opinion. Okay. Indeed. Indeed. That's story one out of three. Story two. Uh, I think it was last week it was reported that Patty Jenkins had walked away from Wonder Woman 3. Mm. Uh, and this is in the Hollywood Reporter, and then the rap had a follow-up story, but um, Wonder Woman, th the, the headline at uh, Hollywood Reporter was Wonder Woman 3 not moving forward as DC movies hit turning point. Uh, and so there was a lot of like rumors about like what was actually going on and what was true, and did Patty Jenkins walk away, um, and is Wonder Woman 3 happening? Uh, and the rap posted their own story where... Uh, Patty Jenkins apparently sent an email to the heads of DC with a Wikipedia link to the definition of character arc because <laughs> she didn't think that they were allowing her to do her job. And it apparently got very acrimonious. This led Patty Jenkins to post a statement on Twitter basically saying that she was not allowed to move forward mm. uh, with Wonder Woman 3. Like She did not walk away. She's like, I'm willing to continue it under any circumstances. Um, and I will just read, I will read briefly from this because there's a lot of interesting stuff here. She says, I originally left Rogue Squadron, remember that? After a long and productive development process when it became clear it couldn't happen soon enough and I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. When I did, Lucasfilm asked me to continue, uh, consider coming back to Rogue Squadron after Wonder Woman 3, which I was honored to do, so I agreed. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I am still on it. And that project has been in active development ever since. I don't know if it'll happen or not. We never do until the development process is complete, but I look forward to its potential head. So let me pause there. Rogue Squadron might still happen, guys. <laughs> FYI. You know? So I know sure. everyone's waiting on that. Okay. So uh, anyway, she then continues. Uh, when there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed it or walked away started to spread. This is simply not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. 
it was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move forward with anything, uh, uh, sorry, to move anything forward at this time. DC is obviously buried in changes they're having to make, so I understand these decisions are difficult right now. Okay, end quote. But basically, she's like, it wasn't, it wasn't up to me. I mm-hmm. was told wouldn't move forward at all. All right. Already, just those two stories alone, that's already, like, pretty chaotic. <laughs> okay? And then yesterday, <laughs> the biggest story of all dropped, which we texted about a little bit. I, I, I mean, some context before we talk about this, right? Which is that Black Adam, the extremely financially successful movie, was partially marketed via claims that Henry Cavill was going to show up in the movie as Superman. Right. The, the okay. Rock basically guaranteed. Yes, Henry he, Cavill he leaked it. He's like, "Hey, God, you got to go. You got to come back. You got to come back see Henry Cavill as Superman." Now, so we are now going to spoil what happens with Superman in Black Adam. So if you don't want to know, uh, tune out. But basically, Superman appears in the post credit scene. It's like a really throwaway scene. <laughs> it looks like they spent, you know, appara- apparently it took them approximately fifteen minutes to shoot. Yeah, Henry like, Cavill, come to this parking lot. <laughs> and, and like, I got a suit three- for you to put on. And like three to four years to plan. Like Henry Cavill has said that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been asking him for years to participate in Black Adam, right? And he kept saying no or it kept not working out. And then finally he's like, okay, fine. Like, let's let's do I, this I want to see a supercut of all those scenes too. It's like just them working out next to each yeah. other. Hey, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> really liked you and Superman. And like, yeah, me bro. too. Spot me. Yeah, yeah, yeah spot, spot me. Spot me in, in Black Adam. <laughs> exactly. Spot me in this movie so people will come see it and it will make yeah. money and be financially successful. Uh, so and years, years of conversation. Okay, finally, Henry Cavill agrees. He's like, all right, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do Black Adam. Big mm-hmm. story. Lots of people in the news. He Black opens Adam- his closet. He sees the Superman suit. He puts it on. It's like one last time. Black Adam doesn't end up doing very well regardless, but... Uh, well, what, I think the thing you're leaving out also is that please. the tenor of the scene, I mean, it's not like, okay, Henry Cavill is like, I'm going to come back and do Black Adam, i.e. be in the movie. He's not in the movie. He's in the post credit scene. And the post credit scene is a promise that they will do a movie together as those characters in the future. It is a tease for future Black Adam Superman shenanigans. Exactly, which is obviously going to like excite everyone, right? Right. But this uh, is this is the thing that's coming. This is the next time you get to see Black Adam. Right. We had Batman down. be Superman. Now we'll yes. have Black Adam be Superman. Yay! Uh, but it was positioned by the movie by Dwayne the Rock Johnson as like, hey, we could we couldn't possibly have Black Adam as part of the DC universe without Henry Cavill, one of the centerpieces of that universe. Let's all lock hands, lock arms, and move forward together with the the new uh, hierarchy of power in the DC universe. Right? right, like that's what it was. And by the way, like being done basically, I think against what the studio was even saying because the studio wasn't like we really got to get Henry Cavill back. That was all The Rock. Well, yeah. So what what happened was uh, Walter Hamada, who was running kind of DC at the time, was like, no, that doesn't make any. I don't want Henry Cavill in the yes. movie. It yep. doesn't make any sense for reasons that are going to become clear momentarily. Um, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson went around Walter Hamada, the head of the DC movies and stuff. And he was like, uh, he went to the Warner Brothers execs and was like, here's my pitch. Henry Cavill in the movie. And so they made it happen. So so it was Man. The Rock was instrumental uh-huh. Uh-huh. In, in this happening. Right? I feel, I mean, I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Go ahead. Yep. We're laying this out. But I do, it, 
I have no idea, honestly, none of us has any idea what the actual machinations of all this are, but it does seem to me that if Black Adam had come out and been this massive hit, you probably mm. would get to see The Rock and Henry Cavill. Or maybe in, it would be two separate projects. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. We, 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 will, we we'll have never multiple know. We'll never know. Yeah. Right. But we'll here, never here know. Was, but, yeah, you know, I think that I think that is the uh, the Hail Mary here is like, you know, Black right. Adam to me felt like the last ditch chance for the Snyderverse to be mm -hmm. the, the pervading uh, way that DC characters are on screen for the next few years. Yeah. So in an, in, in an Instagram post, Dwayne The Rock Johnson said, quote, we can't intelligently and strategically build out our DC universe without the greatest superhero of all time. Because for us, the fans will always come first, end quote. October 25th, 2022, James Gunn and Peter Safran are hired to lead the film, TV, and animation division at DC. Uh, and obviously, when that happens, there's going to be a, a transition yeah, time period. Change up, right? Yeah, there's going to be a time period. Yeah. And like, you know, out with the old, in with the new. But, but shortly after the Henry Cavill cameo appeared, Henry Cavill was like, guess what, guys? I'm back. Yeah. I yeah. am back as Superman. Like, he gave a public appearance. was like, I'm back as Superman. He quit The Witcher. Liam Hemsworth taking over as The Witcher. He's like, I'm yeah. back as Superman, right? All in, baby. All Pushing in, all in. In the center and, of the Superman table. And uh, made a public appearance. So like Zack Snyder dialed in and was like, oh, I'm so looking forward to working with you again. And when we talked about this on the main podcast, we're like, how is that going to work? Because yeah, uh, yeah. Zack Snyder has a strong opinion on things. And But they brought in James Gunn and Peter Safran to lead this division. So how's, That how's was that the weirdest part is, yeah. is, is Snyder being like, Awesome, Henry. Let's do this. Let's run it back, bro. <laughs> that was weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like, okay, well, whatever. That seems extremely complicated. But um, I guess those people know what they're doing. All right. So then <laughs> this is the culmination, okay? Uh, as we're recording this, uh, it was last night, but you'll probably be hearing this a, a day or two later. Uh, on December 14th, James Gunn tweets out the following tweets. Quote, Peter and I, Peter Safran and I, James Gunn, have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, uh, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. Then some people ask James Gunn questions and he quote tweets them in response. So someone asks, being part of the slate, I assume it's a movie? James Gunn says yes, not a miniseries or something. Um, somebody asks, are you writing and directing? James Gunn says, I am writing and have been for a while. We don't know who's directing yet. Uh, somebody says, please tell me this isn't an origin story movie. James Gunn says, no way, it's not an origin story movie. Uh, somebody asks, could Ben Affleck direct? James Gunn says, met with Ben yesterday precisely because he wants to direct and we want him to direct. We just have to find the right project, end quote. End tweet thread. That's the whole thing he tweets out, okay? Uh, at around the same time, so, so I think people read that, like, oh, you're working with Henry Cavill? Like, exciting new possibilities? <laughs> but I think those of, you know, those of us who've been in, around the industry a long time know that that's just fluff. There's nothing that's to that. Pablum. That's nothing. There's no, it's a nothing burger. It's not like, hey, you're going to be future old Superman or anything like that. It's just like... Oh, yeah, it's, no, it's... That's... that's <laughs> That's the uh, the way we fire you. Is yes. like, man, yeah. 
I can't cannot wait to work with, wait you, in to work with you in the future. <laughs> this is going to be awesome in the distant future when we someday cross paths again. Yeah. So I think people were like excited about that, but it's, you should, do not get excited about that. There's nothing. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So then Henry Cavill says this quote on, uh, I think, Instagram. I have just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. Mm-hmm. By the way, in that that James Gunn tweet thread, he does say the Henry Cavill thing in the second. I think you may have. No, no, I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. The character will not be played by Henry Cavill. I said yep, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved with the, un- with the universe, the new universe, the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. Um, and then he kind of tweets, mm-hmm. he says some very nice stuff about like, let's all remember the spirit of Superman, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. You know what so, this means, folks? The man from Uncle 2 can happen. <laughs> it's, all, it's all lining up. It's all coming Just up to Vindra re- right now. Just recast that other guy. Just recast that Harvey Hammer and you're all yeah, set. You're okay, all set. so uh, I, I, I have two thoughts on this. I hear Liam Hemsworth is available for the <laughs> Army Hammer role. I, I have two thoughts on this, yeah. but I want to, I've been talking for a while, so I'll let you guys. Yes. I mean, I mean, Devendra, go ahead. What's your, what are I, your thoughts? So my, my main response was just a form of a meme uh, uh, forming in my head, right? It's the principal Skinner meme where he just leans forward and says, <laughs> pathetic. And that is James Gunn towering over the rock. Like, oh, a hierarchy of power? Yes, it has changed. Not in your favor. (laughs) So that's the image I've had in my Mm -hmm. mind for a while. And James Gunn, who is a mousy, skinny, you know, nerdy looking dude, crushing the rock. Just like, your dreams, rock? Gone. Yeah. So I I think it's good. the, The rock is. Very okay. culpable in this situation, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like well, he, he's he, just trying to work the angles for him. You know, he's trying to work the angles for his yes. for himself. You know, as always, yeah. Like, he has for, no. His allegiance is not to fan <laughs> synergy. You know, his allegiance <laughs> yeah. is not to uh-huh. creating the you know the best the the most streamlined messaging for DC and Warner Brothers. His allegiance is how do I maximize the Rock's projects? Yeah, it's it's all about the Rock. Yeah, I, I think that's I, a very I can't fair point. Blame him for that. That's a very fair, fair point, Jeff. Um, I think this is kind of the first. In so far, like all these people are rich and famous, and they're going to be fine for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. I think, right? Yes. Henry Cavill is going to be fine. He's going to have work for the rest of his life, from what I can tell. Um, but this whole thing, I think, is embarrassing, not only for him, but also the company. And it's the first kind of like collateral damage that I really think has come out of this whole sure. changing of the government, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, go ahead, Jeff. My take is that the entire problem here is that people won't shut the hell up. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things we can learn from Marvel and Kevin Feige, but maybe the biggest of them is you don't talk about shit until it's actually happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Message discipline. Yes. Yes. So, so like so, so Henry like, Cavill, I, Henry Cavill, like talking about his return and sure. Dwayne the Rock Johnson talking about all that stuff, you know, like yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I get it, but I, and I get why. Like the, the Rock goes, hey, you know what's a plus one to my my movie to be a blockbuster is to put Superman in it, and the the guy who played Superman, let's do that. Like I don't think he even, I don't think there's even a thought past that. Is like you know what would be a plus one to my blockbuster, <laughs> this. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of can't. Yeah, you know, fault him for that. But 
everything else where it's like, you know, just talking about, I mean, even James Gunn right now, stop, stop, James. Just stop talking. I mean, I understand I, I you want to feel like, like this talking is good because the fandom is insane right now. And people are like jumping on all sorts of rumors. Like somebody reported, like, I hear James Gunn's trying to get uh, Matt Reeves, the Batman in this universe. And James Gunn had to tweet. No, right. That's not true. So I do think like just laying it out, like this is the plan. Yeah. Stop with these rumors. Like, I, I feel like that adds clarity in a really messy, you know, overall. Well, media. yeah, what, what you want are the tweets from people that actually have the power yes. as yes. opposed to people tweets from people who don't <laughs> who, who know think they have the power happen. Yeah. Well, the, the other the other thing that I don't and, fault and, and any... FYI, James Gunn may not end up having the power. Who knows? It could change next week. So I mean, it could change. Way. But, but it ahead, seems Jeff, it ahead. seems to me that he is new boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I also don't fault James Gunn. You you walk into you're hired to clean up the mess. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. walk in, what do you do? You take a fire hose and you spray down the mess. You wash everything away, right? That's what you yeah. do. That's what I would do. You know, I like Henry Cavill. I think he's a very uh it seems like a very n- nice person and also mm-hmm. I think he's a great screen presence. I think he he it was a cool look and performance for superman in a lot of ways but if i was hired to do what james gunn is doing no way i'm using harry cavill because the whole point is that we're starting something new we're starting something fresh we're making something cohesive and to have any tendrils that tie back to that old stuff is messy and weird and confusing so like i get that you go hey the next superman movie is going to be a younger version of superman we're doing something different we're we're disconnecting from all of that Snyder stuff. I don't see that as being surprising or yeah, problematic yeah. in any way. And it's, and I think people just like Henry Cavill as yeah. do I. Yeah. And I think they were, were like, we're going to find something for him. We're, yeah. we're going to get you in the DC universe somehow. Although I think Kevin Feige is just like, I, I think at one part on, uh, on the planet, right. Kevin Feige just gets alert. Henry Cavill is available. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't even get a phone call. He just, just wakes up knowing. The in the force. No, That's but what, it is. what I tweeted is now is the perfect time for Marvel to announce their Squadron Supreme movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know Cavill what that means. Hyperion. Squ- okay. Squ- Squadron Supreme is Marvel's analog to the Justice mm-hmm. League, mm-hmm. literally like character for character. Uh, and that would be so, such a flex to be like, Oh yeah, our Superman ripoff character is being played by Superman. So, <laughs> boom. I don't know. I mean, yeah. isn't that kind of like when Sprint got the "Can you hear me now?" guy for yeah. their commercials? Like, <laughs> never the same. I'm not, I'm not sure if it would be quite the flex. That you, I feel. I feel like yeah, Henry. The the baller thing would be to play like a completely opposite character or something like we wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but but to what you're saying, Jeff, it totally makes sense to reset kind of the playing field because the core of DC is Superman. And you got to you if you want a different yeah. tone, if you want to tell different types yeah. of stories, you got to reset Superman first and foremost and going younger makes sense. So totally. Yeah. The, totally the thing agree. that doesn't make any sense to me is that I keep seeing the Blue Beetle poster. Yeah. Which feels like is that are we building an entire new DCU around Blue Beetle? Because I have no idea what that is either. Well, that okay, would be so yeah. pretty baller. So I I have I have two quick thoughts to share about this this whole situation. One is I think this is the result of horrible corporate mismanagement. Like you said, Jeff, you know, a different way to put what you said is like, uh, they have bad message discipline. Like there's no one from the top saying you are allowed to say this. You aren't allowed to say this. And I think you're right. Marvel 
it's underappreciated, but they have really good messages. No one's like spouting off stuff that like not right. happening or <laughs> unless you know, you're Tom Holland or right. Like yeah, they, they, they largely exactly they largely have things like under control about like right. where the universe is going, and they, they only reveal things when they want to. Here well, you and have you, people. Yeah, you hear. I've I've heard the the phrase the the Marvel snipers by nope. from a number of actors. Absolutely, who are like, I can't say anything because the Marvel snipers yeah. will get me, and yeah. it's like <laughs> I. That is something that has been expressed to them. (laughs) Don't talk, you know? I've talked to people in multiple industries about Marvel projects, and they look over their shoulders. They look around. Genuinely, they have me bugged. They listen to every word I say. But yeah, they're afraid. It's a culture of fear that Kevin Feige <laughs> Right. I, I mean, look, say what you will about the tenets of the Marvel snipers, but at least they know when to shut people the fuck up, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, uh, and, and and then you don't have chaos like this. You don't have, like, people being confused yeah. and what's going You're on. Okay, poking yeah. the hornet's nest. Sure. Yeah. But, but to, yeah. to quell the chaos, you need focused messaging. Yes. And, and that I, is I, essentially what's happened. I think so, James Gunn yeah. will bring that. I'm hoping he will bring that, but we'll see. I mean, James Gunn himself is not immune to corporate pressure. Uh, and what I mean by that is, like, we all saw how he got temporarily removed from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, and, uh, and now he's back and everything's fine. But, like, uh, who knows? Well, everything's maybe, maybe- not fine. Because now he's the head of DC. Well, you know, whatever whatever <laughs> no, path he would have he had at Marvel. He got to finish yeah. that story, though. He did. Know, so, he did. So. He did get that. But he was well in place to be yeah. kind of a successor story-wise on the Marvel side. And they lost that. So, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. For sure. But uh, my point being, like, who knows? Maybe, like, the uh, hashtag uh, release the Snyder Cut people will, like, launch a campaign to get James Gunn removed. Like, we have no idea. Um, what's going to happen with James Gunn? I hope he stays in power long enough to provide some consistency. Okay, that's thought number one. Num- thought number two I had is, what are they going to do about the Flash? <laughs> that what movie are they going to do about the Flash? That movie is still canceled. happening. That movie yeah. is a is a is a loss on the on the PNL sheet. You know what I'm saying? It's just r- a write off. I, I mean, you know. Okay, so recently Warner Brothers shelved a. 90 million dollar Batgirl movie that was already basically complete that was destined for HBO Max. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's more valuable. Mark my words. I'm going to do the same thing. You Mm. think The Flash is not going to be because that is a movie they spent hundreds. They spent a lot more. That would be truly unprecedented. How how about this? How about this? The first uh, big budget TikTok series. (laughs) Release The Flash (laughs) as three minute segments on the Warner (laughs) Brothers TikTok account. Everybody will be all over it. I mean, here here's the thing. Here's the thing, um, Jeff. I think it's very possible what you're saying is true. Maybe by the time people are listening to this, it's already been canceled. The Flash is was is supposed to come out in June of 2023. It has obviously been beset by radioactive press around its main star, uh, and now we know for a fact that that universe will not continue in its form. Right. So it's like, what's the point of releasing that? The the counterexample or the counterfactual of why they would release it, Jeff? Two words. Money. Aquaman 2. Oh, that yeah. movie is still going to yeah. come out. Definitely. Right? That's definitely going to come out. Yeah. Or I guess it would be five words. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> 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 or as Jeff might call it, Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. Um, so <laughs> so uh, Avatar is going to come. I'm sorry. Aquaman 2 is going to come out. Like that, The first movie made a billion dollars. It would be completely financially yeah. nonsensical to not release Aquaman 2. Sure. But the Flash and like, there there are also all the issues around Ezra Miller too where it's yeah, like yeah, that's what maybe it would behoove you 
not to even like <laughs> deal with this guy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and another uh, Michael Keaton project potentially yes. being <laughs> Ezra Miller prefers they them pronouns FYI, but yes. Yep. I mean yep. Yep. um I think that it's you're right, Jeff, like there's a huge possibility it's not gonna happen. But it is weird a, how Aquaman is is being uh you know let's say tossed into the ocean. <laughs> Aquaman Aquaman, a series uh, sorry, a film uh that was once ridiculed so hard as a concept that it was a parody movie directed by James Cameron in the HBO original series Entourage. Yeah. The kids um, won't know this. You get yeah. to inform the kids. The kids definitely won't yeah. remember that. Yeah. Now, how how long ago stuff. it was that superhero movies were a yeah. punchline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, James Cameron directing a movie about underwater things. What? What? Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, he's, to be fair, he's always done that, but yes. That's true. <laughs> Uh, on that note, by the way, uh, James Cameron apparently said in some public interview or whatever that the Abyss 4K is coming in 2023. He's been yeah. promising that for years. Hell yeah. So I'm not going to get excited yet. But Well, this is like the most official we've ever seen it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, we'll see. I we'll think see. that's a pro- ripe after dark conversation Yeah, is the Abyss 4K if and when that comes out. Um, <clears throat> but anyway. Uh, okay. That is all the chaos in the DC universe. Like, I, it is, it is an unprecedented mess of like massive proportions. Like, I've yeah. never, we have been covering this industry for a long time. We have never witnessed something this horrible at this scale, like in the hundred million dollar scale. Um, yeah, it's hundred, like multiple films <laughs> of multi hundred million dollars. You know? The other thing is so, like, what's the what's the Time because you, if you're talking Aquaman two and Flash, if they do come out, and then what? A year later, we're resetting the table. We're got the new Superman movie. It just it's so strange. Yeah how how long how far off is that Superman project? Theoretically, how quickly can they? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. You know, because yeah. yeah. we're getting another Batman movie from Matt Reeves, right? Probably, which is totally yeah. in another universe. Totally but... in another universe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um... Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But but also, guys, James Gunn writing a younger Bat- Superman movie. That's, that's exciting. That's interesting. We were talking about, like, what would you do yeah. with Superman? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? This is the first thing that makes me interested about the future of DC. And with James Gunn doing it, that's gonna be it's going to be fascinating. Like, something- I'm really intrigued yeah. by that as well. I hope he embraces, uh, I mean, his style and tone aren't usually what I think of when I think Superman, right? It's, it's a it's a very uh, snarky, funny kind of mm-hmm. wry tone. But it's always very heart, like heartfelt. He, yeah. he is more heartfelt than I think a lot of like genre writers right now. That's so true. I, I yeah. think even going back to a movie like um, Super, you know, like he, he has been playing around this this kind of field for a while. And just has to add a man. Add a man. <laughs> And a man to super, and then you got it done, done, done. <laughs> nice, Take your nice. scriptus of super. Yeah, yeah. Add a man. I, I, I just the the last thing I want to say is I feel Henry Cavill was done dirty, and he deserved better than this. That's all you know. That's how I feel about it. Like, and he says, I, I feel the sta- worst for him because yeah, he's in his, in his statement, he's like, he's like, the studio yeah. told me to go out and say that I'm right. Superman. Like, it's not him preemptively doing it. Uh, so they they did him dirty. They did him dirty, and like, it's just really uncool. I think, uh, cause it makes him look weird that he went out and said it and now he's not doing it. It's just, 
Anyway, okay. Well, those are some thoughts on the whole mess over at the DC Universe. I was gonna, Jeff, I was going to write a newsletter about this at my newsletter, Decoding Everything, and I was going to say, uh, I was going to ask for your advice because uh, I was going to ha- have the headline be Panic at the Disco, like DC, co- mm. you know? Uh, maybe Disco mm-hmm. and just capitalize the letters D and C, you mm. know? That, that might work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I want to take my guidance from a pun master. So <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, well, let's get to or some you, email. I, you could have uh, you could have just called it regarding Henry. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I got to consult you for all my newsletter entries. All right, here we go. Uh, let's get to some emails from the Patreon page. Emails. Emails from the- that was a preview of the Filmcast After Dark. To hear the rest of the episode, go to patreon.com slash filmpodcast and unlock the rest of this episode as well as dozens more episodes. Thanks.